What's poppin'? Welcome back to the Meat Parade podcast. Mm. And guess what? Happy <laughs> fucking New Year, you guys. Woo-hoo! We made it through two years together. Can you even believe it? We're only on episode six. <laughs> and it's fucking the new year already. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I haven't been feeding you guys like that. Like, I don't know. I kind of took a little hiatus over the break. So thanks for bearing with me. Uh, this episode is really awesome. I'm really excited about it. And we made it through the first fucking week of 2020, baby. We're in 20s. Let's go. I have a special guest here with me today. Somebody who I thought might never do the podcast is here with me. Whoa. Welcome. Introduce yourself, Emily. Hey, I'm Emily. All right. And? And what's up? What's up? She is a... I'll say it for you. I will self-identify for you. She is a straight... Caucasian female. Yes. And my absolute bestie, my homegirl. It's me, it's me. Yep, and she is here. And, uh, you know, we're just sitting in my, chilling in the studio right now, which is actually just my bedroom. And, you know, we're bunkering down, getting ready for World War III right now. (laughs) We're gonna get, we know we're gonna get uh, deployed or drafted, so we're just gonna shave our heads tonight. Let's go. Are you into it? Yeah. All right, we're into it. So, yeah, that's what you have to look forward to is a bald matey. A bald Emily. <laughs> um, I'd be down. Yeah. It sounds freeing. It does sound freeing. Cutting off hair. do it. It's, yeah, I know. They get stressed out and they just shave their heads. So, I don't know. They just free. I actually worked at, like, a Buddhist temple. You did? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. <clears throat> yeah, it was really cool. They just shave them, like, every week. I had no idea. that. Like, that's, that's fucking crazy. I did not know that about you. Mm-hmm. Wow. We might have to do an episode on Emily's experience at the Buddhist temple. Not that that relates to <clears> dating <throat> in any way. Unless you dated one of the monks. No. Nope. <clears throat> no? No. No. Ugh. That can't happen, unfortunately. Right. Oh, yeah. I, they're like nuns, right? Basically. Word. Word. Well, um, I guess it's a good time to start off, you know, start off the new year. Start off um, the episode with a couple of things. I thought an interesting topic we could start it out with is... Snowmanning, um, which is a dating trend that I have seen covered all over the internet. So I was like, oh my god, it's a dating trend. I have I have to talk about it. It's called snowmanning. Are you familiar, Emily? No. Yeah, I wasn't either. I didn't know what that was. So I like did my little research and found out about it. Um, so basically the textbook definition of snowmanning is the icy cold way of rejection where new flirtation disappears once the Christmas period is over. I think that's pretty relevant. I think that happens to a lot of people, for sure. Mm, For sure. Especially with, like, everyone coming back to their hometowns. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, like, this cute little, you know, everyone's Mm -hmm. catching the vibe. Everyone's trying to find someone to snuggle with or to uh, bump uglies with. And, you know, I think that's also, you know, everybody goes back to their, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, their current place of residence afterwards. So, I don't know. For me, I mean... I think that kind of happened to, to me over the Christmas period. What about you? <clears throat> I would say yeah. Yeah, kind of. yeah. You had a little fling. I mean, could we even call it that? Yeah. <laughs> could <laughs> I we be real? Should we? Or oh. more like December, you know, the end of the year. So you're like, hmm, yeah, you're like, just, fuck it. Fuck doesn't it. Doesn't matter. Right. It's like the end of the decade, <laughs> I guess. So, like, time to fucking party. Time to get some Christmas zick. Did you feel kind of like, Sad afterwards? Were you the snowman er or the snowman e? Mm, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that much. Yeah, I think I was the so. snowman er. I think I was like bye bitch, <clears throat> in my opinion. But I think I was like bye, you know, bye bitch. But like maybe they were like bye bitch too. I don't so know. So maybe you like equally snowman yeah. each other. So there's no harsh feelings. Yeah. Respect, respect. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I guess snowmaning is just the, the lack of chemistry. It just goes away. Like, yes. after after Christmas ends, everybody's like, wait, there's no more wreaths up. Yes. My presents are opened, and, like, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. I don't know. It makes sense. It really does. <clears throat> um, and according to eHarmony, 53% of those who take part in a festive flirtation will become victims of snowmaning this season. Victims. That's pretty <sighs> intense. That's a loaded word. Oh. Damn. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. If any of you guys are out there, did y'all get snowmanned? Um, if you did, we're here for you. Just reach out. I got you. I'll give you a little bit of a love and affection in the new year. Um, but I feel like it's kind of cool, though, because, like, a snowman, you know, yeah. kind of just melts away. Exactly. That's the whole point. It, it melts away. It's gone. And then it, what happens to it? It goes into the ground and 
creates grass and, and forms it some... something new. Exactly. So Holy shit. Sometimes you just gotta let it melt away and then some new, amazing, who knows? It's gonna pop right back up. Maybe a fucking flower. <clears throat> you just gotta bear through the, the brown grass for a minute. Exactly. Respect. Oh my god, you just made that so much like, that just took such a beautiful bright side to it. <laughs> this is Emily, you guys. Uh, and, you know, on top of that, we did make it through the absolute lawlessness of Sagittarius season. Yeah. Uh, fuck, man. Yeah. December was a time. <laughs> December was a fucking time. I literally knew, like, December was like, hmm, just some, like, fuck-ass shit's gonna just happen. <laughs> fuck-ass shit. Everybody's out of school. It's time to party. Literally. I, for one, I was fucking crazy during Sagittarius season. I was, like, drinking being fucking crazy, hooking up with people, which you obviously caught gist of listening to my last couple episodes. But, uh, yeah, no, it was fucking crazy, and I was not taking care of myself. Um, But it was fun. I mean, damn. Like, we had a good time. Yeah, no regrets. Yeah, exactly. But once that whole, that Capricorn vibe kicked in on December 21st, I was like, all right, time to buckle down. Yeah, it was really nice to just be able to have routine again. Right. And, like, just, like, the warmth of, like, family holidays like once it actually gets into like christmas time like you really don't have to do shit you just fucking you eat some christmas ham and you just take a little nappy on the couch (laughs) santa comes to town brings little gifties you know all that good shit um yeah and you know capricorn season i don't know for me personally like i am like pretty into astrology emily what would you say are you like there or not there um i would take it with a grain of salt yeah Heard, heard. I think that's a pretty, pretty intelligent way to look at it. For me, I like to use the um, the seasons as, like, guide maps for what I should focus on mm-hmm. in, like, that four-week period. And, like, Capricorns, they're all about, like, money moves. They're serious. <laughs> they're motivated. They're analytical. They're kind mm-hmm. of intense. And I feel like I needed some, like, some law in my life. So I'm excited. I've been, you know, working hard in the season. I actually, um, you know... Stopped drinking after Christmas. I haven't really drank since. I drank on New Year's. That was it. Um, And I'm trying not to drink for the whole month of January. And I'm just going to keep that going for Mm -hmm. as long as I possibly can. Because I think I was really destroying myself. Um, And uh, I'm not going to go out as much. Um, And I told myself one thing. I did tell myself that I wasn't going to date as much. (laughs) You know, it's crazy because some people don't date at all, but, like, I do a ton of dating, so I'm like, damn. You know, I'm not going to set an unrealistic goal for myself, but I'm like, I'm not going to date this month. I went on a date last night. <laughs> I did. I went on a date last night. Hey, you can't plan life. Right, exactly. You. That's the thing with, like, resolutions. Like, you just got to... You gotta, don't set unrealistic expectations for yourself, but just, like, set, like, a nice little guide map. And thankfully, it wasn't, like, a date where I, like, felt like it was gonna end up in, like, a, you know, some slutty hookup, and that's probably why I agreed to go on it. But it was actually really fun. Maybe some more elaboration on it will come in a, in another episode, but, you know. Yeah. Just I feel like my best life. <laughs> I feel like with New Year's resolutions, it's all about, like, why are you, <clears throat> like, why do you want this for yourself? Like, do you really want it? Or are other people telling you Is the to universe telling it? you to want it? Is the media telling you to want it? Yeah. Because a lot of people, like, they start New Year's resolutions and then they never finish them. But it's almost like, why? Why do you not finish them? Because exactly. if you really want something... You're going to go for it. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. You can't set, like, those unrealistic goals for yourself. Like, I, for one, I feel like I've always been the type of person who sets a New Year's resolution that's, like... I'm gonna lose 20 pounds in this amount of time and like honestly that's not realistic and that's not like a good way to look at it it's stressful yeah it's like it puts and then when you don't lose 20 pounds by whatever date you're like holy shit damn I feel kind of bad like I'm kind (laughs) of mad at myself you know I really thought I was setting myself up for it but like that's the thing like just I think 2020 is all about uh loose resolutions you know what I mean like just like goals Mm. but not like not like hard goals like that, you know what I mean? Like harsh, I guess I should say, would be the word. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's you. Every time you do that, you're setting yourself up for mm-hmm. failure. Um, but yeah, New Year's, holy shit, that that shit popped off. New Year, same bitch. That's the name of this episode. And <laughs> goddamn, you already know what it is. Same bitch this year as last year. Um, <laughs> I asked you guys in a poll uh, if anybody got a New Year's kiss, and fifty seven percent of you said no. Um, Emily, I believe you're in that bracket, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I did not get a New Year's kiss. 
Are you sad about it? No. Exactly. Yeah, because I got New Year's kisses, like, the past two before that, and I mean... They're underwhelming, huh? I think yeah, it's a fucking construct. If you it t- is. Yeah, it's just, like, you don't need it. Like, I don't know, I feel like... There, like, the years before this, I felt, like, let down when I didn't find, like, my magical Prince Charming yeah. on New Year's Eve, whether that be somebody I was dating or, some, you know, was hoping to run into somebody at a bar. Um, but, like, honestly, hmm, I don't know. New Year's kisses, you can live without them. I, I, I can't say I didn't get a New Year's kiss because I kissed everybody at the party I was at pretty much. I was just like, come here, all you bitches, come here. Mm, that's amazing. Mouth herpes it is. <laughs> If I got mouth herpes, y'all got mouth herpes. That's what's good. But, like, <clears throat> my New Year's... How was your New Year's, Emily? We'll start there. Okay, my my, my New Year's was really peaceful. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, do I want to drink? Like, do I want to... I was like, no. Let me not. Because I just thought about, like, 2020. And I already knew, like what I was getting myself into I guess yeah I knew like I have responsibilities and whatnot I was like mm. you were like almost ready for them right like yeah very yeah yeah and I was like do I I want to remember this right and you was like not about getting shit-faced I felt that same vibe this year yeah just like it's not about getting crazy and getting yeah. drunk and, and like having some wild night because last year I was a fucking mess on oh New my Year's. gosh I the only picture I have in my photo <clears throat> of like New Year's like 2019 was um, me with my fucking whole ass out sitting on a jet ski at a lake house that I do not remember being at. So that's that. And then I just felt like that wasn't necessary again this year. Yeah. Yeah. You already lived it. I know. I know. But <sighs> it was funny because, like, I went to Miami and um, we were about, we were around people who were definitely very intoxicated. Mm-hmm. And I saw this one girl and she was, like, surrounded by police. Oh my god. Yeah, so like um my friends that I were with, like we just were like looking at her like, oh is she good? Like is she getting arrested? Because like these cops are taking pictures of her, not with like a small camera, like a big freaking camera. Holy shit, like a crime scene photo. Yes, yeah, a crime Holy scene. fuck. And you just look at her and her lip is busted. Oh no. This is New Year's. Oh no. And she's wearing like a really nice dress and I was like, whoa. Did someone punch her? Someone punched her. Holy fuck. Was it a guy or a girl? I don't know. She got punched? She I got hope, punched. I mean, I hope that, like, she didn't deserve it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what I, I hope out of that. But, like, mm. what if a bitch did deserve it, though? You know what I mean? Either way, yeah. violence is not the answer. That's fucked up. Just starting your new year off like that? Yeah, what does that say about 2020 for you, ma'am? Maybe you really need to get your shit together. <sighs> Oh, I don't know. Let's like, let Capricorn season whip, whip this bitch into shape, you know what I mean? Oh, I felt so bad for her. I know, going back to work two days later. I know, and I, I could just walk on by, like, nothing, like, you know, with my life, but, like, she just had to stand there. Yeah. With a busted lip. And have police take fucking flash photos yeah. of her for the archive. Yeah. For the criminal record. Yeah, so. Oh, that's so whack. <clears throat> oh, my New Year's? My New Year's was fucking crazy like and not in the sense that I like got belligerently drunk or anything but like I was like really really contemplating not going out at all like that was my vibe I was like you know if I lay in bed on New Year's I'm not gonna be mad about it like I'm not gonna be upset about it you know because like that was just kind of my vibe and then I got off work and um my brother-in-law was like you know my sister was out of town so my brother-in-law was like hey you want to go get drinks so we we went down to, like, the local pizza place, got some beer, hung out. It was awesome. It was really cool to, like, hang out with him and, like, mm-hmm. just, you know, like, connect with him. Yeah, that sounds like, really nice. one-on-one. Because that never happens. And, you know, we both like hip-hop, so we were having some combos about old-school hip-hop. You know, it was cool. Oh, I love that. It was wholesome for yeah. me. Um, mm-hmm. That's, and like, the best. It was. It was so, it was so nice. And then, you know... It started getting later in the night, and I knew one of my coworkers was having a party, so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be a douche, you know? If I'm not doing anything, I should go, you know what I mean? But I had had a couple drinks, and um, there was this guy who I matched with on probably Bumble, like maybe, (laughs) yeah, maybe like, I don't know, we probably matched on Bumble like four or five months ago, and we've been following each other on Instagram since, and we had been chit-chatting back and forth, like, what's the New Year's move, what's the vibe, are there parties what party are you going to, what party, you know, 
and I hit him up. Literally, we matched on Tinder, like, the day of New Year's. Oh, it's meant to be. Like, you're meant to meet each other. Right. (laughs) And so I'm like, hey, did you find any New Year's moves? I literally messaged him that through Tinder. He's like, it's so funny that you're messaging me through here. No, I haven't. And I'm like, okay, well, my coworker's having a party. Yo, I just have to say something. Why is it that every New Year's Eve, everyone just gets so, like, I don't know. It's just, just, like, free. Almost. Is that what you're trying to say? No, but yes. Yeah. But like, okay, like right before it's like so chaotic. Everyone's so stressed out about New Year's Eve oh plans. So stressed. Like everyone's like, I don't know what to do. Like right, and it's just like you're gonna pick what you can. You're gonna yeah. take what you can. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, you want You want all your best options. Like what are they? Laying them out, looking at them, mm-hmm. analyzing them, seeing which one. What's the best move? What outfit am I gonna wear? Exactly. And. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, obviously things were hectic. And at this point, it's, like, 9 p.m. So I'm, like, holy shit. Like, the new year is coming and, like, it ain't stopping for me. <laughs> so I'm, like, hitting this guy up. I'm, like, listen, my coworker's having a party. Like, if you pick me up and, like, we can we can go there together. Like, you can come with me to this party. He's, like, okay. He's, like, well, you never showed interest before. But, like, maybe I should bring a friend. And at first he was mentioning bringing a guy friend. So I'm, like, sure. And, uh, yeah, that's fine, you know, like, whatever, bring two guys to the party, people will be flattered about that, all my single female friends. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so, he's like, okay, I'm on my way, and I'm like, alright, mm-hmm. so he, like, hits me up, I'm, like, getting ready, putting on the fake eyelashes, getting all glammed up, because even though it's a house party, I'm like, I still gotta look bomb, it's New Year's Eve, whatever. That's, like, the one day. Right, you know, you gotta look glamorous, people be taking those photos, I'm like, yeah. I don't care if I celebrate fucking new year's even a dumpster like i need to look good you know and so uh he's like on his way he's like hey i'm picking up my friend um and at some point it was specified you know like that he was like oh, i'm picking this girl up so i thought it was him and a guy and they were picking another girl up and he rolls up to my house i'm all ready i'm all fucking glammed up i walk out of the house i got these like pumps on got like i was wearing like a, love it, love it. a red jumpsuit like just looked amazing honestly i really killed it this year but, um, I roll outside and, like, there's a girl sitting in the front seat and, like, no guy. Mm-hmm. Just him and this girl in the front seat. And I, like, thought, obviously I invited him, so I thought, like, you know, when you invite a guy to New Year's Eve, it's like, are we kissing? Like, what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? It's not that I was, like, intending, but, you know. Yeah. Do you see the clear intent there mm-hmm. when you invite somebody to a New Year's Eve party? Like, if I were the guy, right? Yeah. I would definitely get the hint of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, listen, like, we both got nothing to do. Like, might as well, like, fuck it up out here. And we had never met each other before either, so we just followed each other on Instagram. So we had, like, a knowledge of each other, but not, we weren't, like, I don't know, we weren't there. So he rolls up with this girl in the front seat, and I'm thinking, like, oh, it's probably just, like, one of his girlfriends, you know, like, somebody that he knows, and she wants to come too. And I'm, like, totally fine with that. It's not a big deal. Um... And I get in the car, and, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm Mackenzie, introduce myself, and, um, obviously I'm in the backseat, which is kind of like, okay, and then, um, we're, like, driving, and he's like, wow, this is crazy, I've never done this before, I'm like, what? He's like, I've never met either of you, I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, this is my first time meeting both of you, so it's kind of crazy, so then while we're in the car, he starts asking questions, like, the questions you would ask, like, somebody that you're on a date with, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, so what type of music do you listen to, to, like, the girl? And then she would, like, answer. Gosh. And then he would, like, turn around and be like, so what type of music do you listen to? I literally felt like I was on a fucking dating show. Like, I don't know what it was, but, like, I feel like he was, like, trying to pit some sort of, like, competition. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I could have misread mm-hmm. it a little bit. I don't know. But, like, that's how it seemed. I mean, how do you read that situation? It was so fucking bizarre. And I'm like, oh, my God, okay. And I'm just, like, being, what, obnoxious. Like, I'm not, like, trying to flirt with him in front of her. Because, like, honestly, I don't know their connection. You know, and I don't know if that's some girl he's seeing. Like, it was really bizarre. And um, we're on our way there, and we, we like, stopped to get some – we were going to get a bottle to bring to the party because, you know, we're, like, good guests or whatever. So he goes into the fucking liquor store, and I'm like, hey. So I'm, like, talking to this girl. I'm like, how did you meet him? She's like, oh, I met him through Tinder. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, my God. So you're meeting him for the first time. I'm meeting him for the first time, and we are both from Tinder. No. Homeboy brought two fucking Tinder dates. So you knew that, like, for sure, that was the first time he met that girl. Yeah, yeah. He specified it, like, multiple times. Yes. Who is this guy, and who does he think he is? I literally, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this guy is bringing, and I just, like, I don't know. The whole time, like, I was, like, rolling my eyes uncontrollably while while we were driving. So I was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this is happening. And once I found out that she was also from Tinder, I was like, what on this fucking earth? What is going on? 
And so we get to the party and like, I, I don't know. I was just like, whatever. I'm not going to like depend on these people for the whole night. Cause I'm about to be in a party where I know everyone, you know what I mean? And so I like get out of the car. I'm like, I'll get the parking pass. Like, don't worry about it. So I get the parking pass and we go in and I'm just like, at this point I'm like, fuck it. You know, if like they, if they're both looking for something romantic tonight, then like they can have it. Cause like, I don't want that shit. And I especially did not want to make this girl, regardless, like, I did not want to make this girl uncomfortable if I started hitting on him. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to yeah. be that person. Because, like, I was yeah, secure. Power to the I, women. Right, right, right. It was not her fault. I don't yeah. know if she had any idea, like, as to, like, th- that this was going to happen. I feel like guys, like, try to do that a lot. Like, pit women against each other? Yeah. Yeah, oh, Like, all they the time. love it. They like being, like, the man. Like, they're uh-huh. like, oh, they both want me. And, like, I was not about to do that. That's so immature. <laughs> and, like, that also, like, I just didn't want to make her uncomfortable. Because, like, again, they don't know anybody at the party. Mm-hmm. I know everybody. So, it's, like, if anybody's going to be, like, left out, it should be me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, we get to the party and they're, like, mingling together. And I'm just, like, bouncing around, meeting everybody. And, you know, New Year's rolls around and the fireworks and everything. They did not kiss. I did not kiss him. I just kissed all my coworkers. I was like, come here. You know what I mean? Because I also wanted to, like, prove a point. Like, hey. like Yeah. Y'all ain't, y'all really ain't He really tried it. He know? really did try. He tried he just, to execute the plan. Oh, God. It was so weird. And it's, like, so uncomfortable. So disgusting. And I know it was uncomfortable for her, too. And, like, I don't know. They were, like, mingling at the party. And, like, I was like, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to, like, hang out and, like, do my own thing. And, you know, for a while, they're sitting next to each other, like, cozied up. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then, like, towards the end of the party, like, when people start clearing out, like, they're on different sides of the room. I'm like, holy shit, what just happened? And I don't know if anything happened, but, like, eventually, like, I went, you know, I was trying to, like, converse with both of them back and forth. And then, like, he started cozying up to, towards me at the end of the party. And I was kind of, like, spilling the tea to my, like, oh friends my who were there. I was like, this guy literally, I invited him and he brought another girl. And they were all, like, obviously all drunk. They're like, fuck her. Like, fuck <laughs> that bitch. I'm like, no, not fuck no, her. It's not. Fuck yeah. him. Because she, obviously, I mean, I don't know if she was in on it. If she was, whatever. It's still, like, his fucking problem for bringing yeah, two girls to the same sure. fucking function. He wants to be the bachelor. He does want to be the bachelor. I'm like, baby, you do not look good enough to be the yeah. fucking, the goddamn bachelor. And this is not a TV show. This is not a TV show, baby. And, like... So, basically, I don't know, towards the end of the party, he starts, like, flirting with me, and I'm, like, talking to my other coworker, Kevin. He told me to shout him out on this episode, because he was there. I was talking to Kevin, and, um, and I was like, okay, here's the real test. Who's he gonna drop off first? And so, we're walking out to the car, and she's like, you can sit in the front seat if you want. I'm like, oh my fucking god. Oh my god. goodness. Yeah. What did he tell her? I don't know. I literally do not know. He's, she's like, you can sit in the front seat if you want. So the whole way home, I'm like having this conversation with him. I'm talking to him. She's like pretty much silent in the back seat, but eventually he'll, like, every once in a while, he'll be like, you good back there? You good? She's like, yeah. And then guess who got dropped off first, y'all? I got dropped off first. <laughs> I mean, thank God, but like, I'm wondering, like, did y'all, like, did you, I don't know. I wonder if they, like, kissed after. Like, I just, I don't understand. I still cannot grasp what happened. I just thought it was really fucking bizarre. That is just, I don't even know what to say about that. Right? It's like, <laughs> what What even can you say about that? And, like, now he's, like, responding to my stories, like, sending laughing emojis and shit. I'm like, ugh. I'm just, like, liking the message and, like, dipping out of there because yeah. that was so fucking weird. Um, See, me, if I were in that situation, I'm super confrontational. So I've been like, wait. Wait, what the fuck's going on? Wait, you said what? Wait, why? Did you think that you could take me? Right. Well, it's just like, I don't know. At the end, I think he tried to play it off like but then again, two girlfriends. Yeah. But it's just like, I know that that wasn't the intent. We matched on Tinder. You guys matched on Tinder. She was like, yeah, we matched on Tinder. We've been talking since. It's literally New Year's too. Yeah. It's like, that's a romantic time. Like, you're supposed to kiss someone. I would have kissed him if he would have came by himself or with a homeboy. But yeah. he didn't. You know? Like, I would want to leave the New Year's on a good note yeah. not like a like a question mark just a literal problematic question. note so problematic Ugh, problematic king of the century I, I i wish him luck in the new year that's all i have to say about that yeah i wish uh, that girl luck too like yeah I'm, hopefully he didn't just spit lies yeah i know right i hope and that like, they... the truth came out <laughs> yeah i might need to confront maybe i'll interview him on an episode and be like hey what the fuck was that Yo, all about? i would love that can Literally. you please oh my god i might i please. honestly might we need questions mr we have questions. we'll have a panel discussion about it but on yeah. that note 
Moving on. Mm-hmm. New year. Same bitch. But also different bitch because like we're moving on. We're this is the year of like, you know, like being our truest self and like living mm-hmm. our best life. And like yes. it's 2020. It's a great note to start on. And um so basically I did a like a couple of polls mm-hmm. from you guys. Um on like what you guys hope to gain from the new year. Um hopefully not guys who take you out on dates with other women and like question you. Like it was literally so uncomfortable. But <laughs> Um, it's great content though. Oh, so great. I know content. literally that's what happened. After it happened, I was like, this is so good for the podcast. <laughs> literally everyone I told, they're like, that is fucking terrible, but great content. And I'm like, you fucking know what it is. Um, but some of the things that you guys specified that you hope to gain from the new year. Um, one was try not to be blown up, which is very valid. I mean, World War Three might be happening. Yes. I don't know. I ain't going. See you later. I'll be cooking pies in the kitchen. I'll be working. I'll be Rosie the Riveter, goddamn, but I ain't going out there. Uh, I honestly thought about it. I was like, you know what? Put me in. Put me in, Chief. Put me in, Chief. Let's go. It's time to ball. Well, hopefully not. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's funny because I actually started reading The Art of War, which is like a pretty classic novel. But it's basically like all military and like business people read it. It was super popular. You know, yeah, but like, so basically, <laughs> what she's saying is she's prepared. I'm prepared. She's like, draft me, chief. Um, Not and, really. I could never know, but I know, right? But at yeah. least, we, honestly, I would meet my 2020 body goals if I did go to boot camp. Okay. On, the, on the realist note. Yes. On the realist note. Yes. Um, another one was growth. A lot of people said growth um, from themselves, and I think that's valid. Everyone's trying to grow. This is a year of growth. You know, like I think it's all about expansion and like taking up more space, but in the places that you want to take up more space yes. you know like That's being okay beautiful. with that I love that like taking up space and like the way that you present yourself and like you know like mm-hmm. being who you are like kicking your feet up on the chair because you feel like it and like not mm-hmm. thinking about what other people think of you just like taking up your space and like just feeling secure there I feel like like we're just so distracted by what other people think of us yeah and we can't help it right we're just constantly reminded of it and we really have to make that you know, make the understanding, I don't know how to yeah. say it, like, of what we want for ourselves, because it's so different and unique for every individual. Right, and you can't please everyone, so it's you just, can't. like, take up your fucking space, you guys. Take your fucking mm. space, period. That's my wish to you for 2020. Another one was to make goals and follow through. Everybody wants that. Everybody assumes that that's what's gonna happen in 2020, but yeah. actually fucking do it. Do it. Make some realistic goals for yourself and follow through with them. Um, some of my favorites. I got two answers for dick, period. Okay. I mean, we all be we all be out here hoping for that, okay. but like, cap, I hope you get cap. some. I hope you get some fucking secure dick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people who are not gonna fuck you over. Uh, financial security and dick was another answer. In that order. In that order. Um, <laughs> all around happiness. Yes. Take up your space. Live your best life. Be happy and don't let other people tamper with your happiness. It's a really important thing mm. to remember going into the new year. Yeah, I feel like with happiness, like, how do we define that? You know? How do you define it? It's very one person. It's like, it's you define what your happiness yeah. is, you know? And Definitely like, subjective. It is very subjective, but like, you have to look at that for yourself and like really look deep inside of who you are and what you want, and you'll get that. Um, one of the things that somebody else said, and I felt like this one really stuck out to me, was to be, they want to be more assertive in the new year. <clears throat> and I really like that because I think when we think New Year's resolutions, we think of, like, physical changes we want to make or, like, changes we want to make to our bank account. But, like, in, to change an actual quality about yourself that you're not, you don't like or you don't, you're not necessarily comfortable with is a really, really big thing. And I feel like people don't really consider that For when they're sure. talking about New Year's resolutions. So, like, to be more assertive, like... That's a great thing. And, like, you know, you want to, like, speak your truth and you want to, like, put your point out there and, like, not take it back and not let people push you around. And I I love that. And that made me kind of think, you know, it kind of brought up the question for me, like, what quality would I want to change about myself in the new year? Because I think my resolutions were a little bit superficial at first as well. Um, And the conclusion that I came to was that I wanted to depend less on people so I can have better control of my emotions I think that was, like, a huge problem for me last year is that I let people fuck with my happiness. I let people um, disturb me. Mm-hmm. And maybe and it was – a lot of it was, like, one-sided warfare. People didn't even know they were disturbing me, and they were. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's more, like, emotional resilience. What about you, Emily? Okay. Um, 
I also have something to say about that because I feel like for everyone it's like you have to figure out what you label yourself and you have to do you want to step out of that right like because we're told things when we're younger like you're you're smart you're beautiful you're shy you're quiet you know you're more masculine you're loud you're yeah yeah, you're loud it's like there's we're not one-dimensional people beings like there's so much to us and at the end of the day we can be whoever we want yeah so to put a label a cap on who we are it's like you're limiting yourself exactly and like within different situations we can be different people yeah a hundred a hundred percent we're not one-dimensional yeah we're very multi-dimensional yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really, really valid point. So, mm-hmm. like, in the new year, like, thinking on yourself, like, what is something, what is, like, a quality you want to change about yourself, Emily? Like, or not change, but, like, just work on. Um, I feel like for me, I, like, obviously I'm 20. I have this kind of, like, like, wrestle because I want to be responsible. Well, I need to be responsible, but I also want to be 20. Right, you know, and like live just like that young life, you know. Yeah, and I think I can balance it. I think it's possible. Like, you know, have my structure, have my responsibilities, and like, you know, care about my career, but also do things that that's yeah that are my fun. comfort zone that are 100%. fun. So for me, like, I want to educate myself more because I feel like the twenties are about me, you know. Yeah, and like learning. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't I know you. Every time you learn something, you learn more about yourself. It's true. I so think that's a great one. I want to write more, but I feel like with writing, like, I have to read. So mm-hmm. I just want to read more, and then I want to be more in the moment. Mm-hmm. So being present and just, like, experiencing all that there is to experience. Because, like, when you get, you know, caught up with anxiety and, and stress, I think I think it's a lot. You're, you're, you have, like, you know, lenses on. You have, mm-hmm. like, this, like, filter that's, like, controlling what you see. Um, and I think, yeah, absolutely. Being present in the moment and just being able to absorb everything for what it is, is, is going to be really important. It's important for everyone, but that's a yeah. great thing to like, you know, strive for in the new year for sure. Um, I'll also talk, I mean, we can talk a little bit about new year's resolutions too. Um, like I asked, you know, some of the listeners about what their new year's resolutions were. Resolution. What a like loaded word that is. <laughs> but like. Um, a lot of people said exercise, saving money, getting in touch spiritually, you know, yes. discovering like that spiritual side of yourself, which I think is amazing. And I think I'll probably be on that journey as well this year. Of course. It's like great to find meaning in life. Like, yeah, exactly. Don't, don't live your life like it's nothing. Like everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a life to live. Like there's something for you to conquer and help. Mm-hmm. you know yeah exactly and that doesn't matter that's spirituality the great thing about that is that it's whatever it means to you so like for me like I I believe in God and like you know I think that I think about that a lot more and like I see things I see angel numbers and I feel very touched by it and I feel like something's pushing me to keep mm-hmm. going yeah and like that's different for everyone which I think is really really special um another one <laughs> was to go out of the country two people said they want to go out of the country which I think is really amazing do it. Do please. it. We're rooting for you. Send us pictures. Oh, and tell everybody in like fucking Berlin or wherever the fuck you go about my podcast. That would be dope. I really want to go to Amsterdam. Speaking oh my about God, me too. Red light district. Yes. Whoop. Yes. Are you trying I, to buy a male prostitute? Okay. I. It's just so liberal over there. Like I need to see how it functions. Liberation. Liberation. Mm. We want yeah. it. Um, another resolution was to learn all the names of each Brockhampton member and match it to their faces which honestly yeah. fucking that's a humble like that's a humble resolution yeah. and i fuck with that heavy a let me know when period. you do because honestly i don't think i could ever fucking yeah. do that period <laughs> um <clears throat> what about you emily like what are some of your new year's resolutions okay well to read more for sure yeah yeah um i'm terrible at budgeting yeah <laughs> so i need to learn how to budget uh work out yeah. But I also want to write more and I want to work on getting an internship and I just want to be 20 and be young and just live out these 
you know, years. Yeah, these magical, weird <clears throat> times, yeah. you know, and just take them for what they are. Because I think we have a tendency to get ahead of ourselves when we're this... Because it's weird. You're on this, like, emerging adulthood, you know, stage of life where you don't necessarily... You feel the obligations of an adult, but technically you... I mean, technically you are an adult, but yeah. you're also still, like, you don't... You know, for the most part, you might not have children. You might not have a serious boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, a person, a significant other, you might not be married, like, yeah, so it's, like, really just about, like, exploration, and, like, not taking things at face value, because, like, Mm -hmm. especially, like, with me, and, like, I've I've done so much dating this year, um, and honestly, like, last year, I was, like, pretty freshly out of a relationship, and I feel like, okay, so, like, for example, like, the first guy I went on a date with, um, after I was broken up, or not broken up with, whenever me and my ex split up, um, the first guy I went on a date with, like, I just, like, really wanted something from him. Yes. I wanted a relationship out of him, like, um, almost immediately. Like, okay, I was about but, to hop over. But that happens when you get a relationship, for sure. Or when you get broken up with. Yeah. Like, you have this, I don't know, that's happening yeah. to me. Like, I feel like I, like, my heart is open. Yeah. And you want to jump into something. You don't necessarily, you're still in relationship mode. You still want to, like, grasp onto something. You're not ready for, like, those meaningless hookups yet. Yes. And I was, like, ready to grasp, and I fucked things up that way. I was like, so what are we? Or you feel like like you have to do the whole hookup thing. Yeah, exactly. Instead of, like, that's just where our mind goes. Instead of just being like, oh, let me love myself, you know, let me just have a What we should be doing after a relationship. I feel like we all kind of know, like, "Mm." Yeah. But it's like But yeah. it's like so easy to like invest into somebody else. Yeah. And maybe that's how it has to go. Yeah, sometimes it is how it has to go. Yeah. But like for me, like I've done so much dating and I've been able to like detach and like just realize that like things are gonna work out the way that they need to. And like I can't then, force anybody to love me. I can't force anybody to stay there for me. And, you know, just like let people come in and out as they please because mm-hmm. really like you can't you can't force anybody to say no one's gonna stay if they don't want to. And I feel like people come in for moments, for time periods, and that's fine. Yeah. And they teach you something. And can we value that? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like, can we appreciate that? Or do we have to just latch on to everything right. that's and, like, good? Right, and, like, value the permanence of yeah. someone over their, like, their time and, like, space in our life. Exactly. Like, it's okay. Like, people, we meet up, and then we go our separate ways. But I feel yeah. like it's better that way. It is, Yeah. It's very, it, it's very, like, just to intertwine for one moment and then, you know, split back up forever. Yeah. It's not, it sounds okay. bleak. It sounds bleak. We, we're, it we've been programmed to think that it sounds bleak, but exactly. it's not. Exactly. But we've it's been not. programmed. Keyword. We've been fucking programmed by Hallmark <laughs> TV. And Literally. fucking romance, <laughs> romance novels, telenovelas, mm. all that oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I think that's super important. But it's, like, connection. Can we just have connection? Yeah. Whatever that means, whatever that is, mm. you know, it's like, yeah, like it doesn't, it's, it's not all linear. It's not all the same, you know, it's like every connection is different and like just need exactly. to value each person for, for what they are. Mm. So I have this thing where every guy I meet like thinks I'm in love with them. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why. Like, I don't know what I do. I'm not kidding, you guys. I know exactly why. Emily has these, like, big-ass blue eyes. And, like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Every time she sees a fucking hot guy in a restaurant, she, like, makes these, like, literal... Okay, and, like, literal fuck-me eyes. <laughs> oh, That's what? why people think that she... Hey, hey. I don't... I've never looked at myself like that, so I don't know, but... Yeah, but no, I see it. And that's why I think guys feel that way. Because she's... Emily's very emotionally intense. And I think... I literally said this to somebody yesterday. So the date I was on yesterday, he's also an Aquarius. Emily is an Aquarius. And um, I was talking about her and I was like, yeah, my my best friend, she's an Aquarius. And he was like, oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, but I get tired of her sometimes. He's like, well, what do you mean by that? Like, that's not very nice to say about your friend. I'm like, no, listen, Emily and I cannot have like a regular like surface level conversation. Like anytime we have a convo, it gets so fucking deep because she's just very like receptive to that type of thing. And, like, very vulnerable, too. So I feel like that's maybe why guys receive you that way. I feel like, yeah, I could see that. But she does not get caught up on no man. Let me tell you. She does not. Yeah, that's where they, like, kind of mess themselves over, screw themselves over. Yeah, she is definitely a curveball, for sure. I mean, it's just, like, I feel like if I meet someone... I want to know about them, and I want to know, like, the truth. I don't want any bullshit, you Right, know? so you're, like, seeking these, like, you know, these things from them, and they're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I told you about my mom. 
do you love me? Like, you know? Like, I'm intentional. I'll listen to you. But, you know, when it comes to a partner... Yeah. She's very, like, strict on on what she wants, too. Yeah? Yeah. Correct? I know she is. But, yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. That's so funny that that comes up. That's Emily for you. Um, (laughs) Back to the idea of New Year's resolutions. I mean... Me, I'm, this is the fucking year of Mac, let me tell you. I am getting on my fucking grind. Let's go. Yes, I'm gonna spend less, um, save some money, go work on spending less on clothing, because I feel like I just, like, buy things and they go in the dumpster. Not necessarily, but I always end up selling shit that I never end up wearing. Um, I'm gonna start cooking more, save money, not go to Chipotle every day. Like, the whole, like, minimalist lifestyle, like, give me it. Give me it, yes. I need to condense. We all need to condense. I'm ready to get, I'm fucking, I have so many earrings. I was going through my earrings the other day, and I was Mm -hmm. like, let me, if any of y'all need some big-ass dangly earrings, hit me up. I can give you some. This consumer mindset. Yes, exactly. We're going into, like, a weird time. I feel like the, like, Gen Z Mm -hmm. is, like, really, like, evolving. Can we, like, I feel like as a generation, we need to care more about values rather than everything yeah and like materialism because I feel like our parents suffer from that you know like it was like you need to have a house you need to have a fat ass diamond ring on your finger happiness they don't they don't yeah especially I feel like people coming from like I mean not that like either of our parents are divorced but I feel like people from like divorced families can also like that would resonate a lot for them oh yeah because it's like let me just buy you this let's buy a house let's buy if we have a house everything's okay and it's not it's not. So, like, detaching from that, like, material security type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to have money. It's good to save for things that you want. But mm-hmm. just be wise about them. You know, like, a house is not going to bring you happiness. Yeah. Come to terms with what really matters for you. Yeah. And if focus on those things. Yeah. Rather than, you know, the nice little fancy things that you can decorate yourself with. Um, another one is, like, I want to get right physically. And like I said before... I always set these weird goals for myself in the new year where I'm like, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to look like this. I want to look like fucking Kylie Jenner, like whatever, you know? And that like, again, I think in the growth I've experienced in the last year, I've realized that like that is not realistic for me, nor is it healthy to think Mm -hmm. that way. Um, So really for me, it's just more about like getting active and like being in my own body because I feel like a lot of times I literally forget that I have like a whole fucking Mm -hmm. like like whatever like 20 you know pound of meat under me that I like have to like take care of like a body that I have to nourish and so I decided that like it's not gonna be about like you know pushing myself to through workouts that I don't want to do but just like Mm -hmm. having fun and making sure that I'm being active so like I signed up I got a group on for pole dancing I'm going to a pole dancing class tomorrow I'm gonna be a stripper (laughs) you guys meat parade podcast owner stripper meat parade strip club no, everybody's tired it's hard i know i'm scared. and a workout i'm fucking scared but it'll be good i know that's gonna be amazing yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be like another way to like tap in like kind of understand my sexuality a little bit more because i love to dance but i don't dance in front of people really unless i'm like out of the club okay. drunk mac is an amazing dancer oh like she's so good and she can just like break out in it I'm blushing. Like, we were literally in the Disney parking lot. We just, like, blasted the music, and Mac just went at it. Yeah. Well, mind you, we were also drunk. We drank around the world at Epcot that night. But I do. I love to dance, and I'm really You're excited. so good at it. I'm so yeah. excited to, like, go back into it, you know? Yeah. Um, See, I'm terrible at dancing. <laughs> do you so, want to know how to dance? Okay, like, so you can learn. This is actually something that, like, I want to do. I want to take, like, dancing classes, but... I'll literally do them with you. Not kidding. Let's do it. Let's schedule this shit afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I urge all of you to go out of your comfort zone and do something that makes you, maybe something that you, you know, makes you a little bit uncomfortable. And, yes. like, something that you, you know, like, mm-hmm. say you want to be, say you want to do pole dancing, do fucking pole dancing. Who cares if your mom thinks you're a slut for it? Sorry. Who cares? It's Who fucking cares? It's 2020, It's a roaring 20s. Pop roaring that, 20. Pop <laughs> that fucking pussy. Period. Oh my gosh. Shake that ass. Shake Let's that go. ass. Literally. Um, I just want to, and on top of that, you know, I want to focus on myself and focus on my degree because your girl is a senior now. I need to get an internship. So that's going to be important. And mm-hmm. um, a big one is like just cutting off toxic relationships and knowing when something isn't serving you mm-hmm. anymore. Um, that's okay yeah people have a really hard time with that because you know it's like you I know for one like when I was in my last relationship like I loved him so much he was such a good person 
But, like, the actual relationship itself and the structure of the relationship was not serving me anymore. And, like, it took me so long to rip that fucking Band-Aid off. It was, like, one fucking leg hair at a time coming out with the Band-Aid. Um, and, and, like, you just have to, like, let that shit go and know that, like, if it's really meant to be, like, things will work out. And, like, things will come back to you. People will mm-hmm. come back to you. People will change and they will come back to you. But it's not your job to change them and it's not your job to cling on to it until things change. It never works out Mm. that way. You just have to let go. Yes. Literally. Um, And, you know, that could be anything. That could be relationships. It could be friendships. It could be your fucking job. Say you're not, you know, you love your coworkers, but your job's not serving you anymore. I think you have your answer, you know? Mm -hmm. You just really have to follow it. Yes. Listen to the intuition. Exactly. Yes. Um, and like I said, resolutions, they don't have to be structured, you know? Don't structure them. Don't do that to yourself because you'll be setting yourself up for stress. Yes, exactly. You're setting yourself up for failure every time you do that. And And I feel like just by making, like, mini goals, like, I don't know, this is pretty well known, but it's like you make five short-term goals and then five long-term goals. Yeah. And the mini goals lead up to the long-term goals. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, a goal could be going to the gym going to the gym one single day that's all it is you know what I mean and like you could set yourself up every day and like you know it's literally all about all about the mindset yeah if you can get yourself to perceive something in a good light then you can get yourself to do it yeah and that's what I was saying earlier about like what you want why do you want it if I feel like if you master that, then you can get yourself to accomplish really anything. Yeah. Because you really understand why you want it so bad. Yeah. And you, you're willing to put the work towards it, too, you know? Yeah. Like, look at this podcast. Like, you've, <laughs> like you've done so well with it. Thank you. Thank you. And this was this was a huge, a huge project of mine. And it's not something that I ever thought. I guess it's something I thought about, but not something I ever thought I would bring into reality. And just, like... That's the thing. Okay, I'm going to use that as a, as a little motivation for you guys. I did not think I was going to be able to do this. And all I had to do was be vulnerable with the people mm-hmm. around me and, like, let them know, like, hey, I'm doing this. And I don't know how the fuck it's going to turn out. But, like, I'm going to work on it. And I'm going to, like, I almost was, like, I'm not going to let it fail. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, regardless of 10 people listening to this or fucking 10 million, regardless, I still, I feel so proud of it because it's mine. You know? Mm-hmm. It's my baby. And, all I had to do was be vulnerable and tell people about it. I had, you know, I commissioned Andy to do the artwork for it. That was the first person I told. And I was just like, this is what I want. This is the vision I'm trying to capture. And that was really vulnerable for me to be like, you know, I'm starting a dating podcast and not feel like conceited or like a dick or anything. And then, you know, I told Kevin about it and he literally lent me this microphone. And like, I just fucking buckled down, figured it out, did some Googling and, and made it happen. And you can do that with literally any of your goals. Yeah, and it's so different for everyone. Like, yeah. everyone has these goals, and it's like, you can do that. Yeah. Like, if you have that written on your heart, it's for a reason, and you have to follow it. But with something like your dreams, you know, you do have to be vulnerable. Yeah, 100%. But I always think that, like, being scared of something, like, that's a telling sign that you should do it, you oh, know? Oh, God. Thank you for saying that thank yeah. you no that's so so true like if if something scares you it, it means you should try it for sure for, yes because once you overcome it you're gonna be like holy fuck that wasn't as yes. bad as i thought it was exactly it's the things that you don't think you can do and then you end up doing it and it's almost like like a reputation you've built for yourself you know 100 percent. yeah and it's like, like don't be fucking scared to talk to the people in line with you at the coffee shop like that could be your best friend don't be scared to talk to the people next to you yes. at a concert Like, I feel like we all have this, like, mentality that, like, everyone, no one wants to meet us. No one wants to talk. We are all, like, craving this, like, deep human interaction. It's because of our culture. And we have to be aware of our culture so that we know the barriers that have been built. Did we ask for them? Did we ask for social media when we were 12? No, No. we didn't. It happened to us. So, like, we're in this together at the end of the day. Yeah. It's like we all have, like, this, like, deep this deep human nature in us to just be liked and like feel appreciated and feel seen by others and loved and like that's all you can give to people and even if they don't reciprocate you gave it that's so vulnerable of you and it's okay like if you give out your love like that's something amazing you did 
and it doesn't matter if someone no one has to love you back and that's okay yeah but if you give something out with your whole heart that's what really matters yeah and it'll always come back to you in different ways in different ways like seriously just Mm -hmm. just talk to the people you want to talk to meet new people like for one for one example I was at a show and like a lot of times I get kind of nervous at like concerts and I want to talk to people next to me and I don't because everyone looks scary and it's hot and sweaty yeah (laughs) um and I was at a show like a couple months ago in Boston and like the people next to me they just look kind of cool so I just like I love I love this artist like and I ended up meeting my friend Zara who is awesome we're like best friends through social media Zara if you're listening to this I love you thank you for listening (laughs) um but yeah like it's crazy just like you know, and we live, like, so far away from each other, but we're still friends, mm-hmm. you know? It's it's just, it's crazy. Like, you just gotta fucking put yourself out there this year, and just, like, it ties back perfectly to taking up the amount of space that you want to fucking take up. Wear whatever the fuck you want. Yes. Do whatever the fuck you want. Pierce your nose. Dye your mm-hmm. hair. Like, do your fucking thing, and don't let anybody hold you back from it, because guess yeah. what? Obviously, there's something inside of you that's telling you to do yeah, it, and you're gonna attract. Why you're doing it? Yes, and know why you're doing it. Know why you're doing it, and it, and when you do things that are true to who you are, you attract people just like yourself. It's so true. It's a really beautiful nature of life, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like oh my god, this has been. I think this is probably one of my favorite episodes so far because oh. I just feel like we covered so much, and like Emily and I, we have the best convos. For sure. <laughs> and I love you. I feel like I just really wanted to, like, preach some inspiration to anybody listening. Anybody who needs it. Maybe you don't need it. Maybe it's just, like, a little pat on the back. Maybe you're doing exactly, you know, what we're telling or what we're talking about. Maybe you're not. But, like, I felt like, you know, this was a really, really meaningful show. And, you know. I'm glad to be a part of it. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. And I encourage everybody in the new year to just be whoever you are. And if you need encouragement, I am here. Emily is here. Like, we got you. And, like, we're rooting for you on, like, the fucking astral plane. Like, we got you. We're sending that energy out right now. Oh, God. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Meat Parade podcast. There are some big things that I um, am planning to do in the next couple months that I think you guys are going to be really excited about. We're going to be expanding. Meat Parade's taking up her space, baby. It's getting nice and meaty. I'm thinking, merch. You didn't hear it from me. <laughs> but yeah, um, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great like night or morning or midday or whatever the fuck you are. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Meat Parade Podcast. And you guys have a good one. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. <laughs>